0: Hi guys, this is the Red Mountain Reporter podcast. It's our very first edition and uh, I'll start by introducing myself. My name is Bruce Yancey. I'm head of the campus desk of the Red Mountain Reporter and I'm a senior, graduating senior. So I'm happy to be here, happy to do this with you guys. Um,
1: I am Olivia Moore. I am the entertainment editor um, and I am a senior and I'm happy to be here.
2: Hey, I'm Diane Y. I'm the managing editor of the Red Mountain Reporter, and I'm a sophomore.
3: Hi, uh, I'm Ryan Michaels. Uh, I'm the news editor at the Red Mountain Reporter, and uh, I'm currently a, a senior at UAB.
0: Cool, cool, cool. So we have like three topics for you guys this week. This is the first week, so you know, kind of bear with us. Um, Okay, so the first topic is, how does COVID affect your schooling in general? COVID really snuck up on us last semester. I know last semester we were going into spring break and I know they sent out a survey and asked us where we, all, we were all going during spring break. And I was like, that's kind of invasive. Why would you want to know that? And then COVID, COVID just came and exploded like out of nowhere. And we all were sent home. And gave two weeks off instead of one week for spring break. And then we all had to go online. And I then- totally <laughs> think
1: that, that you guys were given a survey? Like where yeah, I got
0: that in, yeah, I got that in my email. It asked me where I was going. Maybe really? I see
1: <laughs> that. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, I, I don't... Um, yeah, it was definitely a, a time then. Um, I don't know. It was just... Everyone was expecting to come back, I guess. Yeah. Because we, we didn't know too much about it, I don't think, at that point. But then it just turned into like six months.
0: Then, <laughs> Funny thing is, I was on Twitter. Uh, I think it was November. It was November. I was on Twitter. And they were talking about COVID-19, but COVID-19 was still overseas at that point.
3: So I was exactly. like, okay,
0: I don't know what COVID is, but it seems kind of serious. Then January came. And I, I know the exact date. It was January 21st. And they had said something about the first COVID case came to Washington. I think don't fact just don't quote me, but I think it was Washington, and it was the first co- first case. And I was like, okay, we got it under control, maybe. Then February came, more cases started popping up, and then the beginning of March, and it was like Harvard's closing. Harvard kicked all their students off of campus, and then it just started going from there. And I was like, oh, like we really mishandled this. Like we could have caught it, and we didn't. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah I I about it. I'll
0: go ahead, yeah. I remember I
2: remember it was March thirteenth. I'm pretty sure cause me and my boyfriend were at the mini park and we were just sitting, and then that's when UAB sent those mass emails, the mass text saying that UAB was gonna be closing. And nobody, I mean, yeah, like you guys said, I thought we would come back, and then we just like never did.
3: <laughs> yeah, I got terrified because I didn't think about it until months after, but like in February-ish, I went to like a party at my friend's house, and I remember feeling kind of sick that whole day, like pretty bad, and then uh, months later, I was like, I hope I didn't just give an entire party of 20 people or whatever. <laughs> oh, no. Not even knowing.
1: Well, I think, I think you also have to think about uh, was in the springtime, you know, people have allergies too. And people have yes. other things. So it's just, so it's like, it was just this whole thing, like, oh my gosh, do I have allergies? Or is it this? Or is it that? Or so it was just, it was, I think everyone was just, just kind of like freaking out because this was something new. This was, I mean, we've never experienced something like this before. Um, so yeah, most definitely. But I, I do want to ask you guys as students, what has your Experience been jumping back into school now, whether like remote or whatever it is? Like, what has your experience been like just dealing with this whole thing? <laughs> it's been like,
0: okay, so I've taken online classes before, but the way that online classes were set up for me is we didn't even get on Zoom. It was just they gave you all your work at one time and you just finish it as you go. Now it's like totally different. Like, you had to get on Zoom, you had to talk to your teachers over the computer. And really and truly, I don't learn like that. Like I have to have in-person interaction in order for me to learn. And teachers, I don't blame them because it's like, how am I gonna to speak to my students when I can't even really physically contact them? And all the safety measures we have to take, it's just like a lot to deal with in a short amount of time. And especially with, for us to come back uh, during the, from the summer with all everything that blew up during the summer, it was like a lot to handle.
3: Yeah, I still think it sucks uh, big time. Not a fan. I feel like I'm not learning at all. And, and also just not being in class, like I don't have any urgency about my classes. Like I just feel oh, like yes. there's sort of a to-do list more than anything else. And that's kind of how online classes have always been for me, but especially lately where everything is, I'm falling asleep during a Zoom class.
2: I'm so glad that somebody finally said that they don't feel like they're learning anything because I don't feel like I'm learning anything. And, like, I get, like, we're in a pandemic, and nobody knows how to, like, go about this, but, like, we're paying thousands of dollars for these classes, and it just, like, sucks, especially, like, a field like journalism. Like, it's really, it's just, like, a tricky thing, and I I just hate it. I really don't like online classes either.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people um, prefer, don't really like online classes, but I don't know I mean I mean for me, I mean I understand, and we all understand like the the situation like you just can't have it's just a, too much of a risk to have in- person classes in mass like it's just not possible, but I think for for me like having online classes, it takes of course more effort because you know you have to keep up with it, but it worked out for me because I'm doing a lot of things. So the fact that I can jump on a Zoom call um, and handle that and then jump on to what I need to do with my class or something like that, it, it worked out. I don't know, so I don't know. I mean, it is, it. it I don't know, it's, it just worked <laughs> out. And I totally understand why we need to do it, so so I'm not.
3: You seem like a more responsible person than me. I'm not, yes. i I'm like, yes. that's... And then like like, sort of
1: absorbing, uh,
3: studying and keeping up with stuff. I'm horrible at that.
1: No, listen, I am trying every day to be better uh, at keeping up and organizing because it's not easy. Oh, let me tell you, but it just has to be done. I don't know. I mean, you can't, I mean, what's the other option? There's no other option
0: so I get that I get uh, that
1: but believe me I'm not perfect at uh keeping up with everything I'm I'm still trying to get better I'm not perfect I don't think I'm I'm perfect that you know I have this at this at this at this time I'm not I'm not perfect I'm getting better
2: Olivia we all want to be you
0: oh
1: my gosh
0: you know, like i bought a planner at the beginning of the summer so i try to organize my day i have not tested planner since i bought it it's like, <laughs> um...
1: let me tell you i have had that same problem like i would buy a planner and then i would be like that first week i would do really well and then i would not do it for like the next two weeks what worked for me is doing the planner and then doing like an electronic thing so like keeping that yeah. said can i not talk right now both of them at the same time. So it'll like pop up on your computer or something.
3: And I'm like, oh, I have
1: that today. Let's let's do that or whatever. So, but whatever. <laughs> uh,
0: um, I know a lot of students, like I know, okay. I surf through Twitter a lot and I also surf through TikTok a lot, which is like two sides of coin. Like TikTok is like the younger generation and Twitter is like everybody else. So to come to like the mental health standpoint of this thing in general, has been like, everybody's going through the same thing, whether we know it or not, which is like, people have gone through like dark, like going back to the summer, like all the protests that happened, everything that you saw, like the trauma from your screen, like literally the George Floyd video, not to get off topic, but to see that without a trigger warning or anything, just on your TL, can trigger a lot of things and the mental health side of this COVID pandemic is you feel helpless because you can't do anything. And it's like, you're also trying to watch out for your health, but you also want to go to protest. So I want to get you guys' opinion on the mental health aspect of the COVID thing.
2: I know. Go ahead, Um, Diane. I know personally, it hit me hardest at the beginning. Like, I, I already suffer with, like, severe anxiety So just being, cause I, I live with my grandmothers and she works Mm. because she works like in the medical field. So I'm at home all by myself, not going to work, not doing anything like seven days a week. And it just like, it takes a toll on you. Like it definitely messes with your mind. And I definitely had my fair share of mental breakdowns, but like you were saying, Breeze, like when you're able to, I guess, go on to social media and I guess see that like not so much toxic side where everybody is, you realize everybody's kind of, we're all facing the same anxiety kind of at the same time. Yeah. And there's like some comfort, like I don't wanna say like exactly that, like, oh, but that we're all going through it and that like, I'm not alone. Like, that kind of feeling, like, it definitely helped uh, make it better and remind me, like, oh, yeah, I can reach out to people. There are other people that are going through this. Oh, yeah, I should check on this person, you know, because I don't know if they're feeling like the feelings that I'm going through. But, yeah.
0: Yeah, I totally, like, I remember I tweeted this out, and I was, like, when the George Floyd protest is going, I was, like, I feel like I haven't been able to laugh in a week. It just feels so weird. like laughing we're in the middle of a pandemic all this stuff is happening everybody's hurting it's just like how can I navigate through this but still be socially conscious but still take care of my mental health at the same time
1: yeah I I think that um we were already dealing with a pandemic um and then and then it it, 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 then that happened and it wasn't just one in it was like one incident after another incident after another incident, and it was just, it was a lot. It really was a lot. Um, during that time, it was, I don't know, I, I just felt like, I don't know, I don't think I've really ever felt that way before, where I, I just felt so just, everything was so loud, you know, at that, at that moment, and it was just like, oh my gosh, like, you're seeing the news on TV, you're seeing this, and you're seeing the social media posts. I I don't know. I mean, I just had to take some time, like, to just be alone with myself and my thoughts, and turn off social media for a second to like gather my thoughts and, and whatnot to to deal with deal with the situation because it was traumatic. Yeah. Um, and then you're isolated, you know, and for during COVID, so that was like an extra layer of it. So,
2: yeah. Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I just wanted to add this little comment, is that I felt very, and I still feel like this, very hyper aware of being Black, like, if that makes any sense. Like, I don't think about it all the time that I'm Black and, like, this stuff that Black people go through. But then after that, I felt like, oh, and everybody's, like, starting to point it out. Like, I would go, like, even, like, out. when I was able to go to work again like people would be like oh yeah your life matters so much and I just like like I was like oh thank you like it's it's just like I was very hyper aware of being black and it kind of it's like it was kind of like uncomfortable a little bit like if you can get with that what I'm saying yeah
3: Ryan
0: you about to put in something
3: oh I I was uh very far from that point but uh, I was just gonna say like, it hit me really hard when all this went down cause like coupled with uh, this and then uh, the pandemic and then everything that went on, just bad stuff everywhere. And then coupled with a breakup and it's like all this stuff put me on Zoloft this summer. So that was fun. But uh,
2: Ryan, you went through a breakup during COVID?
3: During Well, I got back together and then broke up after the pandemic hit. So it was just a whole thing and uh, no fun, Uh, purely bad. But uh, not to like try to eke out uh, a a mess. I don't really want to come off as trying to view this whole thing as positive because you know, tons of people have died and the cracks and a lot of the institutions in America are becoming apparent. But like, I think perhaps this has caused people would be more engaged, what with being forced to leave their job and leave other forms of entertainment that bring them together with people physically, like it forces them to confront, you know, racial inequity and wealth inequity and and just the problems that we have to deal with in, a, in the country in a, in a way that is very dramatic and where more eyes, I think, than normal are focused on it. And also it hit during election time.
1: You know, I think that, um, I think the pandemic actually spotlighted a lot of what has been going on for a long time, because people, you can't turn a, a, a turn a blind eye to it. You're, you're in your home, you're watching TV, or whether you're on your phone or whatever, or, or whatever, you can't go on vacation or whatever, and it's there in front of you. So you have to look at what's going on, and I think that that may be one of a reason why you know you see it so much at the forefront now and so many people um, outside of the communities who have spoken on it are speaking about it now in in louder tones so I don't know so I think that's that's one thing but like with everything that's going on that has happened over the summer and transitioning into school do you how have you like made that transition, like carrying all of that uh, and everything that happened and then coming in into school and like, how have you dealt with that? I, I guess, like well, with the know workload, Make I hope I made sense there. Yeah,
0: I yeah. feel like with, with that said. I'm very hyper aware of being black now. Like it's, it's very like it's more so in the forefront. It's like people like, you, you just feel like everybody's looking at you like, there is like I think it's called spotlight anxiety because I take a class now of uh, African-American studies and that's what it's called. It's like spotlight anxiety. Like you feel like everybody's looking at you from all corners. Like you're hyper aware of being black and being black in your school when you go to a predominantly white school. And I feel like the way that I've dealt with it is like, you know, just spark conversations, just have conversations. Don't really, like I really don't try and take a side, but I also do implement that you're not going to be ignorant in talking. But just try to have a conversation if people are willing to.
1: And do you want to add to that, or you said all you said in your in your previous
2: response? Um, yeah, I really resonate mm-hmm. with my with my previous response. Yeah, because I I don't know, like I feel like we'll kind of like um, that sometimes. Because I remember on, on Instagram, it was like Blackout Tuesday. And for a while, it was like, is it okay to post like regular stuff? Like, can I post pictures of me being happy? Can I post on my story other, something other than about going to a protest? And then it's also like coupled with feeling almost like, I almost felt like people pitied Black people in minorities, like rather than... I don't know, because how I, I never it to come off that, like, we're blame that I'm blaming white people in general for something, because it's not necessarily, like, it, that's why it's systemic racism. It's been in the system for years and years and years, and not necessarily the white people today, or the root cause of that. And so, like, Sometimes I feel like that some people will kind of, I don't know, because I don't ever want to make it seem like I don't think like it's a big deal because I do. I just think that the way people come about it, especially when talking to black people about it is very sensitive and that sometimes um, like people can kind of need to like watch their wording because I mean, racism in general is a sensitive topic and I know nobody ever wants to slip up about it. So, I mean, but I appreciate people try, learning and that's what I think this whole coronavirus and everything that happened in the summer and the protests and everything is is making people like want to be more educated. Like people actually are reading more books and getting educated, looking at history, looking, examining what they do and how they think. And so, yeah.
3: Yeah it's been it's frustrating for me trying to talk to people in my family because uh, they tend to fall on the side of belief that like white people are now being demonized or whatever for their current actions uh, that are racist or whatever and it's like I've tried there are hours of dialogue I've had with my father trying to explain that it's like the I not that individual racism does not exist anymore today, but that the big issues that people are upset about right now are things that have, are at the foundation of how like policing the United States were built and that that needs to be addressed.
2: Yes, I agree with you a lot about that, about it's like the foundations that racism is like, kind of like built into the foundations of a lot of systems in America And a lot of people don't, like, realize that. And that's, like, keeps going on for years and decades and decades.
0: So. Definitely, I agree, definitely. Like, I watched Hamilton over the summer, and you could just see them doing the subtle things, like, oh, like, when Thomas Jefferson was singing, he was like, Sally put this upstairs, and it's like, Sally Hemings was one of his slaves. And then at the end of the, the play, it was, like, George Washington wished he could do more with slavery before he died, and it's just, like, racism is implemented in this whole country. And for it to change, you have to start at the beginning. You have to recognize that it didn't try to change. So our last topic is uh, the restrictions on campus, how coming back to campus during COVID. Like, do you guys face restrictions? Cause I know I go to Heritage every Wednesday and I I do also go to Collette in the morning, but you just you just have to swipe in, and that's it. When we go to Heritage, you have to show your ID and your uh health check, your passport. And you have to do the same thing in uh what's what is it called uh, the Student Center. So those are the only restrictions I have. I don't because I'm not on campus 24 seven, so I don't really know. So does anybody else want to speak on that?
1: Um, actually, I live on campus, so um yeah definitely you have to show your health check basically in any building or any classroom that you go into of course you know you have to log in your um health check uh like answer questions and whatnot Mm -hmm. um every like daily or no longer than I believe like three days so um that's that and of course you have to wear your mask everywhere even if you're in a classroom so those are the restrictions that I can think of right now and of course, not going out and doing activities you're not supposed to be doing, like going to parties and stuff like that. So, of course.
3: <laughs> yeah, I feel horrible because I ended up doing that a few not parties, but I went out a few times and I was like, oh man, I'm going to kill like 40,000 old people.
1: Yeah, well, all because
3: the, of you.
1: I think the thing is, like, you don't. Like you have to be careful of how many people are um, in a setting and also make sure it's like outside and your social distancing as well. So let's say if you want to go to a park or something like that, that I don't think that's anything wrong with that. You just have to make sure, am I six feet or further from someone? Am I wearing my mask? am I, you know, it's like certain things like that. So I'm not saying that you have to, you know, be in your room 24 seven, you can like mm-hmm. go outside, but you can't you need to make sure you take the precautions when doing that too so oh
0: so, yeah yeah like the concern I had was like people are sending out like party invitations I've gotten a few and like I've gotten them on my yes I've gotten them on my phone Even at the beginning of the school year like there was like back to school parties and I'm like I'm in the middle of a pandemic no. like, no. <laughs> like we're in the middle of a pandemic and it's like UAB is an open campus so you can walk on campus and then go back but if you walk on campus and you've been to a party and you're now a carrier of the virus you can infect like 50 people just by coming on the campus and leaving so it's like I don't, I don't get know it. <laughs> like why are you putting other people at risk just to enjoy like a two-hour party that you're going to be at like, I don't get it
1: <laughs> you want to see your friends you know what you can do you can grab your ice cream, and you could, you know, l- create a Zoom leak, and then um have your friends log into that Zoom leak, and that's your party right there.
0: Exactly, ice like cream party. Like...
1: <laughs> oh yeah, but it, just to think, like you really like. For me, I am like hypersensitive about. Okay, I need to make sure one. I want you want to follow. You know the protocol, mm-hmm. but it's. This is life and death. There are people who have pre-existing conditions and that, you know, if I'm not careful, I don't want to pass that along someone to someone else. Like it's just a thing of responsibility and just having that I don't know if empathy is really the word for it, but although I'm am, you know, healthy and I may not be like the the the, the person, the demographic that may be at risk. Um, But still, I I need to care about that next person because they may not have, they may have pre-existing conditions that may allow them to be at risk. So I don't know. It's just, I don't want to be that person to be, to pass along to someone else. Like, I want to make sure I'm following following everything to a T, okay?
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, I get that. I get that. Because if I'm in the grocery store, people will still... Be breathing all up on my back in the grocery store. Yes. I'm like, and you see that six feet. I know you see that sticker that says six feet, but they still Especially do in that. Walmart. Especially, Especially in Walmart. It only happens <laughs> no. at Walmart. Only at Walmart.
1: Oh no! Okay, wait. The Walmart where? All of Here? them. Oh, <laughs> oh my yeah, gosh! No. Them. Oh gosh. I don't know what to say. Like it's I was. Like a you have one
2: job, yeah. one responsibility.
1: It's a
0: sticker on the floor. <laughs> Why are you not on top of the sticker?
2: <laughs> like they're showing you where to
0: stand. You don't even have to measure six feet yourself. Exactly. I was in Panera one day, and like I had moved too close to the girl in front of me, and I was like, "Oh my god, I am so sorry." Like I want to move back onto the sticker. Like I am so sorry. Like it is not that hard to step back on a sticker
1: <laughs> i totally understand that so like even with um sometimes i may like like order out and of course they have delivery so i'm like you can put myself on the bench you know right there and i'll stand away from you and i'll pick it up from the bench and then like we can do it that way because i'm <laughs> it's just no nah.
0: not nice. risking it we at gotta, all <laughs> we both
1: stay safe <laughs> Okay, so I do want to also ask another question. Okay, taking, okay, so we have had remote learning during the spring semester of this past, of this year, this past spring semester, and now we have remote learning now in the fall. Do you, um, if we have it in the spring of this coming semester, do you think you'll be more prepared for it? Think we may not.
0: No. 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 No.
2: (laughs) Wait, wait. But maybe not motivated. Yeah,
0: maybe not. Come on,
2: you got to
1: give yourself some motivation. Like, think about what's something that you like. I don't know. Like, what's a what's a? Do you like treats, sweet treats, like donuts and stuff like that, or something like that? No, No. I don't. No. (laughs)
2: Okay. What do you like?
1: No.
3: Hugging friends. What's the uh, food yes, that you I like? like you? On friends.
2: <laughs> I like hugging my friends. Being in the same Can't do that. room. Okay, so you. what's something else that you like, <laughs> Diane? Olivia's the, the COVID police.
1: No, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, don't, don't, don't do that to me. It's just, I don't know. I'm just kind of like, as I said before, just hyper- sensitive about it I don't know I'm, no I don't yeah know.
2: Hyper-sensitive. no yeah I'm just messing with you
1: <laughs> I don't know okay think about think about a food or something that you may like and then if I get this done I can enjoy that donut or I can enjoy <laughs> that or something like that I don't
2: know See what's gonna I'm happen like- is I'm gonna see it and then I'm just gonna go get it before I even <laughs> do it so and then it's gonna be like now I'm just sitting here eating like a
0: cupcake. <laughs> I'm gonna do one problem and be like, okay, that's my reward for the day. Let's get it. <laughs> I can't. You know
1: what? I can't, I can't say say nothing because I've done that before. I'm like, because I would say um I will I would enjoy like a, a treat or like a or get some pizza or something like that if I get this assignment done then I end up saying, Oh, I'm hungry. So I'm just gonna, I can't starve myself or I can't you know I'm just gonna go you gotta take
2: care of yourself right
1: (laughs) self-care (laughs) self-care you have to have it right it's a form of self-love self-care okay but I mean for me I guess it's just finding um like a one a routine one waking up early in the morning works for me so like I realized that I don't really like to do assignments late like in the evening mm. I'm more motivated to do it early in the morning so I try to like do it then but of course sometimes you just have to do assignments in the evening or whatever it's just <laughs> it's just going to happen that way but <laughs> see whatever. I like
2: work at like four thirty in the morning because I work at a Starbucks so then like I don't get off until one and then I'm like tired so I'm like, I want to take a nap, but then I have schoolwork and then I have a Zoom and I'm like, oh girl, <laughs> like, oh my God. I'm like, is school, okay. school worth it? I don't know. <laughs> no, you're halfway like No, there. I'm just kidding. Same School's thing. worth it. I know, we know
1: you're just kidding. School's
0: kidding. worth it. It's totally worth it. I don't know Evan, if it's worth Dr. Dr. It, Nevin, I did not it hear any of that. All right, hey. I'm at the finish line. I gotta, I got three. <laughs> not a finish.
3: You're already
1: here. I mean, like, come on now.
3: I just feel like with this COVID stuff, like it's on some level, every part of my day is like some percentage coping. Like, there's no way that I can achieve the same level of happiness that I had pre-COVID, and I'm just gonna have to deal with the sustained lowered happiness until this thing is over.
1: <laughs> oh no! Why oh, do I get that a, a I get that.
2: <laughs> I really like think about the have been thinking about the future, and I'm just like in ten years, COVID nineteen. Please, maybe not in the next five years, but ten, <laughs> maybe, and then we'll all be happy. <laughs> oh, no. It's ten years. Just ten years. Oh gosh,
1: I will say like this whole time has made has forced people to look at themselves because you're alone by yourself. So it's like a a perfect opportunity kind of to just do self-work, I guess, Mm -hmm. because you're by yourself. So find out what you like. Obviously, self-care is important, right? So you know what? I want to talk a little bit about self-care because I think people think that self-care and by people, I think, I'm going to just say me. I thought before that (laughs) self-care was some grand thing that you had to do but it's really not, it's just the daily things. So it doesn't have to be extensive, but if you like um, having a cup of tea in the morning and having 10 minutes to yourself, that's the self-care. If you like to listen to a certain, like certain music at a specific time, that's self-care too. It doesn't have to be five hours. It can be literally 10 minutes. If you wanna meditate for 10 minutes or do yoga for five minutes, it doesn't have to be an hour or whatever, so I think finding those daily snippets out of your day, hectic schedule, and allowing yourself time to breathe is definitely important. And Ryan, to like go back to your point, I think happiness is definitely, um, it's it's possible during this time. Well, I, I would say being stable. Is possible during this time. It may take a little bit more work than what you're used to, but it's possible. You just have to work at it and find those things that where you really love or things that really give you peace. So just to sprinkle okay. a little bit of that on there. Okay. Some of your wisdom. You know, Olivia's you got to braid it a little bit. You know, I'm just. okay so speaking of self-care what are some things that you guys do for self-care
0: like you mentioned i I listen to a lot of music and music has been my sources this whole thing like a lot of people have been dropping since they aren't doing anything so music really has been like my standpoint tiktok has been too just to slip that in there like (laughs) really have been on tiktok since like i was on tiktok uh october of last year and i've gotten addicted to it since the pandemic has happened so that's a form of self-care i do have to Um, limit my time on there though
1: (laughs) oh gosh okay if i may ask you know you know you don't have to talk about it because you know it could be really private for you but (laughs) what are your favorite musical artists i'm just kidding
0: (laughs) 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 um okay so, okay, I started listening to Britt Fies in 2018. Oh, wow. I'll, I'll okay. that so, I've watched him grow, and for him to keep putting out quality music has made me very happy. So, I do listen to him a lot. Like, okay,
1: so Brent Fies. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. All right, Ryan, what's your self care activities
3: that you do? Uh, for me, listening to the new Charlie XCX record on repeat. Um
2: yes.
0: album. Like, like uh, it's yeah. a boss. Let's go. What song is that?
1: Yes. I've heard from Charlie XS. I know she was big in 2014. Like she was, you know, really, really huge during that time. Okay, so what song did she come out with?
3: Well, she-, she put out a whole album uh that I guess was written during like right after the whole uh lockdown worldwide started. Uh and it's really good. And it's also like there it a, a lot of it's themed around like wanting to see friends which i relate to immensely and uh and it's also just pretty music so it sounds really good and it makes it feel good sometimes even though it's kind of sad uh other than that i've been trying to get back into video games i just i just don't like video games anymore and nerding out about coffee that's all i can do okay
1: you said coffee was the last thing that you said
3: yeah, nerding out about coffee.
1: Is it like, are you talking about the drink coffee?
3: Well, yes, the drink. But uh, <laughs> I'm there, sorry. There's a, there's a whole wide world of like weirdos uh, who get really into uh, the growing region and what that produces in the cup and different brewing methods. Hey,
1: right? hey, let's not use that word, okay? When we talk right. about people with coffee, let's not use the word, okay? <laughs> They're just people who
2: love talking about coffee.
3: Oh <laughs> well, yeah, I'm one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, never mind.
2: What's your favorite way to brew your coffee?
3: I, I hate to say this because I feel like it makes me sound like a uh, try hard, but uh, I personally, just because I don't have an expensive drip maker, I normally like grind and do pour over myself and that kind of thing.
2: Oh no, I love pour over coffee.
3: (laughs) I'm so bad at it. So every time I'm just like sweating, I'm like, uh, it's too much. I'm doing bad. (laughs) And I left my coffee scale at home. So I'm just very angry.
1: Okay. So I have to ask. Okay. So I like coffee, but unless it's like sweet, not too sweet, but it needs to be sweet. Okay. So what do you think is the best coffee? I know there is like A lot of stores with coffee, but the two most known ones that I know of is Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts. If you had to choose,
3: well,
2: coffee lover.
3: If I had to choose between those two, I would go Dunkin' personally. Yes, Uh, for me, Starbucks really
2: too dark. Yeah. 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 As a Starbucks employee. I'm a former
1: Starbucks employee. Oh, I forgot
3: Diane as a Starbucks employee. Oh
1: my gosh. I I totally
3: forgot that. I'm
2: like listening. You're a former Starbucks employee? Yeah. Um,
1: I worked at
3: the one on Montgomery Highway. But uh, I feel like I was just hated by all there. So I was like, I'm not into it. But uh, I personally like Duncan more. But... I think in Birmingham, there are a significant amount of like roasters based here. And I really like, uh, lately I've really liked Domestique's Coffee. And so they have one that is from the Dominican Republic that is absolutely delicious. But Seeds is also good, I think.
1: Mm, I hear a lot about Seeds. Maybe I should try them out. Okay,
2: Diane, what are your self-care activities? I know this is gonna sound weird, but, you know, self-care is to each th- their own. I, sometimes I think of, like, taking a shower, like, a nice, hot, yes. like, 30-minute <laughs> shower. Like, that is self-care right there. And yeah. then, like, shamp- shampooing my hair. That's self-care. Like, the whole shebang. The whole shebang. Deep conditioner. All of that. And then, I also, like, I enjoy, like, just taking walks in the park.
3: Totally. Just, like,
2: or just through the neighborhood, like not even bringing my phone, just walking, closing my eyes, like breathing in the fresh air and listening to like the birds chirping, or even like eating like a really healthy meal that just tastes like health. Like you, you're eating it and you're like, I know this better be good for me. I'm gonna be mad, <laughs> like that kind of stuff. Like, I, I love that. And drinking water. I think a lot of people, like, sometimes forget. But drinking water is important. And that can also be, like, a form of self-care. Because you're, like, if you didn't do anything that day, at least you drink your water. So. We love that. You know, we're taking-, <laughs> we're taking it back to the basics. Exactly.
1: <laughs> you know, and I I don't know who said this, but, like, water is the real adult drink here. Like, because... You're taking care of yourself. You're minding your business. You're drinking your water making yourself healthy. We love this growth OK? So
0: yes, and a lot of people <laughs> say that they don't like water. And I'm just like, how do you not it's like water? I'm not I am an
3: anti-water advocate.
0: Ryan. Uh, what? Get <laughs> off the call. Give
3: me Diet Coke. Give me uh, sweet tea. That's all I drink.
0: Your body's made <laughs> of water, Ryan. <laughs> you are water
3: <laughs> my, my blood is like 10% sugar and sucralose get out of here
0: <laughs> okay so
1: I have a question when you're when you're when you are parched in the middle of the night and you get up <laughs> <one> drink, <laughs> what do you grab do you just grab a, a diet coke like what do you grab
3: well given that I'm currently living in the dorm with my barren fridge I generally drink some sink water <laughs> but uh Oh yeah, wow! In an water. ideal scenario, I have a Diet Coke or I have an Arizona just chilling.
1: Come on, you gotta have water. You gotta add water now. Okay. Do the I don't
0: know. No,
1: go ahead. What did you say, Breeze?
0: I was like, do it for the podcast. Get some water.
1: Yeah. Go. Go get a cup. Put some of that water in there and drink it.
3: Water is for taking pills everything else is for pleasure
1: no (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) okay so i think we're done with this week's podcast
0: yeah
3: the first
1: week that was
0: a good good first first podcast guys that really was
2: was. i think we had some fun we talked about some heavy stuff some deep stuff some light stuff we gave advice i think it was overall. Productive and good.
0: I think we're gonna add add Olivia's wisdom to every podcast. Just a little sprinkle. (laughs) You know,
1: you know, you need it. You know, let's 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 all do the sprinkle things right now, okay? Come on, Ryan. Sprinkle, sprinkle. Okay, we're gonna sprinkle a little bit of that wisdom.
2: Okay. All right. And you might need to sprinkle a little water for Ryan too.
1: (laughs) Oh, most definitely.
2: No, we don't need
1: to throw the whole gallon at him because he needs. <laughs> Come on now. Not I'll put support. my mouth
3: directly under the faucet after this is over. I, I <laughs> broke my last final glass today. So, yeah, oh I don't know.
1: <laughs> But thank you guys for coming in and thank you for talking about your experiences.
0: All right, guys. Thank you. All
1: right. Bye. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye.